0: It's Peps, it's J-Dog, it's Lace Out time and how good is it for football to be back live in front of fans in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Perth and Adelaide for the first time in 2021. It's great to have you here again and look, without you, the listeners, the watchers, everybody who's following Lace Out, we wouldn't have a show without you. So first and foremost, thank you very much. But not just the audience... I can't do this superstar show without my superstar co-host. And you know who he is. His name's Jamie Wallace. We know him as the J-Dog. Jamie, you'd be a very, very happy man right about now with your Port Adelaide crew.
1: Picking up where 2020 left off for us, really. I mean, it's just um, just another day of normality for us Port Adelaide supporters. We're kind of used to this. So nothing really to crow home about, nothing really to talk about. But perhaps more importantly... Am I talking to you? Because I have no idea because what's happened is you've left the round one ladder up between us. I can't even see your face right now. The audience is having a terrible time. There's Um, no ladder in front of us. Yeah, there is. Not on the screen. Ask ask away. Ask the participants of this podcast tonight and let them.
0: Listeners, tell me me if you can see any banners or anything with a what is it called? An, an AFL ladder in front of you. I can't see anything, mate. Well, I'm
1: just letting you know. So if I can't see that there we go. That's is that better? better?
0: Is that better? Oh, it's good no. to see your
1: face. No. It's a podcast. Now I've, got, now I've got the 2021 ladder in front of me, the AFLW ladder. Is that off no? now? No, it's still on. What about now? Oh,
0: finally. Finally. All righty. Beautiful. Jesus, Jeez, this is but, good um, radio man. for the people listening. This is good radio. All right, how are you feeling, mate? Round one, Port Adelaide did what they had to do. How did you see the first week of footy? Were you excited? Were you riveted? Give us your, I... uh, your perceptions on it. Give the listeners sure. out there what they want.
1: Sure, I um I loved it. This is probably one of the one of the best first rounds of a season that I can remember for a very very long time. There was the drama of the surprise results. There was the drama of the the people who should have been retired coming back and roaring to life. There was the return of scores. We're going to yes. talk about that. Yes. There was a return of crowds. There was the return of the Jedi, the Oscar McDonald becoming one of the oh. top-rated
0: Draft, how was the- <laughs> How was that? Melbourne are targeting you, him in the draft next year. You got rid of the of wrong one. We got rid of the wrong one. I don't you think did. we did after what the other one did on the weekend. Yeah, true. No,
1: I was um, – what a great week of football. Really good it week a, of football.
0: It was a cracking week of football. While we're at it, let's get the ladder up so we can see how the week finished off. What an absolute belter. Port Adelaide on top. West Coast, the Demons and Sydney, Richmond, Western Bulldogs – Oh, I didn't think I'd see this. Adelaide Crows and St Kilda rounding up the top eight and then everybody else, uh, Hawthorne also getting a win. How they did that, I've got no idea, but maybe we can have some insight of that. And then everybody else is after that. But it was a cracking game. And it just goes to show that one simple rule change has just opened up, opened it up so much. And there's there's people that we, you know, if by the way, listen to Tipped Out, our, our sister program, where we, we give our tips every single week. Don't really take much notice of them because we got it completely wrong. We said that. We said. What? No. I, oh, I got it wrong. No. I got it right. What did you. What did you. No, well, we, I what said your that. Thought? Well, I tipped Essendon at one stage. I was looking very, very good. But it looked at one stage that um, it was going to be a 100. I actually said that the, the Adelaide game could be a 100 yeah. point loss. They've come out and absolutely smacked Geelong. Dad's army got an absolute running around, and they're going to be in some serious trouble. I don't care what anybody, he says. After one game, I am concerned. And then to go and see what Sydney did up against Brisbane, that was I thought that would be another formality. They they picked them apart as well too. So there were two brilliant wins on the weekend, and then we could even go down as far as what Hawthorne did in the second half of that game. Yeah. 40-odd you know, points down to come back over Essendon. Jeez, there's going to be some questions asked already about and We're going to talk about a few other clubs as well, but you know, have have they got the right man in charge? I said it last year; he's one to watch, Ben Rutton. That you know, there were some rumblings. No one wanted to listen to me, but even after one week, forty points up, they went to absolute snooze fest and let Tommy Mitchell run around and rack up sixteen and a quarter. It was. It was brilliant. So lots of positives to come out of it and some teams that really need to have a good, hard look at themselves too. But there's plenty to discuss, and that's what we're here for. So let's start into it. So, J-Dog, I think it's time to go around the grounds and have a bit of a chat. So tell me, mate, where do you want to start with the news of the week? Let's start with... The scores,
1: the scores, the glorious scores, Peps. I want to start there because I think that was the real highlight of this week was the return of teams kicking more than 90 points in a game.
0: It was was brilliant to watch. And it wasn't just a couple of points. There were some really nice scores being kicked. And that was, like, even from a Sydney perspective, a team that we would have sat back and said, they don't don't score heavily, they've come out – against uh, an all-conquering Brisbane. They've kicked almost – they've kicked 19 goals, 11, 125. Mm. Richmond have kicked 15. Port Adelaide have kicked 17. West Coast kicked 12. Essendon kicked 13 and Hawthorne 14. Adelaide, it seemed that couldn't get a kick in a street fight last year, have come out and kicked 28 shots on goal in yep. total. Even Brisbane, when they lost, have kicked 14. So it has opened up scoring. And how much better was it to see – the ball going through the big sticks, not being bundled up. The congestions thinned out quite a fair bit. People using the corridor, not wanting to go around the boundary. It was it was so refreshing. And for anybody who went to the game, let us know on the chat because it was just brilliant to see the way football is um, going. So, yeah, awesome stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose the big takeaway from, uh, from, from it all was – you, Peps, don't have to call you up in round two already of this season, but you are a naysayer against the rules. Yep. It's unlocked the game, man. It looks like it's unlocked the game.
0: Yeah, I must admit, I think it, when I first saw it a couple of times, I thought, this is just completely stupid, this stand, stand, stand. I think the whole stand where they have to tell them to stand, that just seems really juvenile. It's like what you talk to you know kids in a classroom. Stand! Stand, stand. <laughs> All right, that's the thing that blow the whistle. They blow the whistle and it goes, stand, 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 And it's just, oh. oh, gives me the shits when I hear it. Peps, I'm just, saying, read, though, I'm just reading the
1: comment. My goodness, Peps. One of, our, one of our friends in Adelaide, one of our yeah. podcast friends in Adelaide, and you didn't even know who
0: you you look no, at. No, and the reason why is because his full name has come up, Nicholas Wolfrick Nick Thiel. I might just know him as Nick. I didn't picture the name. Well, you know, this there's, there's so many followers of this great podcast. You know what? He's he's definitely one of the Portress boys. So I definitely take that back because their interview and their season preview was bar none, one of the best that we dealt with. Lost but him there's now. just so many people who just love Lace Out at the moment that it's it's hard to keep up with all their followers. So I do apologize for that. But the um, game has been so much better. Yeah, the game on, is so much better. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. It's I I'm willing to, to I have another serve of humble pie because I'm, I'm, I think we're both due for it with a couple of our predictions last week. Mm. But yeah, the game is so much better watching. It just move darting in and out, the run, the carry. If you've, if you've got a slow team or an old team, you're going to be in for a long 2021 season.
1: Yep. And I mean, it, it was strange seeing effectively that player on the mark just get run around. Like they were ineffective. Um, but... Yeah, so that was probably the one thing that got me a little bit like, oh, this is a bit weird. But we were stressing about the 50-meter penalties being played from uh, players walking over the mark or moving one or two foot left or right here. I think I saw maybe three or four of those throughout the whole whole round, which is – Yeah, there
0: were were a couple of howlers, but there wasn't – many, like out of all the decisions that were made, there wasn't that many at all, which is good. It seems yeah. almost, like they gave them a little bit of wiggle room as well to sort of set themselves beforehand. It'll just, we'll like to see whether they really loosen it up over the next few weeks or they stick to the, 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 the stringiness of it. Yeah. But one thing that I would like to see though, and this has come up a couple of times on the commercial stations for those who listen to it, but you get all the good news here at Lace Out is one of the things that I'd like to see is that if you're in your own forward 50, if you are a man on the mark and they are having a shot at goal, then you are allowed to move left and right uh, because you want to try and put them off. When you're standing there, you're virtually a guiding point just to kick over their head and it's going to go straight through. So yeah. I'd probably like to see a bit of that, yeah. um, just a small tweak on the rule from that perspective. But outside of that, um, I really can't, I can't fault that. You didn't see many short kicks coming out of full back with that extra five meters that's been given to the person standing on the mark uh, for a kick out too. So that that short kick has almost become obsolete. A lot more balls going deep into oh, the centre of the ground. Absolutely. So it had, has definitely opened it up, and I'd probably even say the interchange, which has been one that every you know Kevin Butler's been going on since the dinosaur years about you know the more rotations that you have, it opens the game up because play. It was really good to see midfielders moving down forward, Dusty. Traka, Isaac Heaney, these guys who you know are gun midfielders who would usually sit on the bench. We're leaving them out there because we know that they can make a difference on the scoreboard. So it was, it was a really awesome week of games to be part yeah. of and to watch as well. And we're gonna, we're really gonna get into them and, and have a bit of a chat uh, about some of the games and what's really come out of it. But I think if if we really want to talk about, I reckon the the biggest the biggest hitting point, and, and no pun intended, was. Um, Coming out of the Adelaide Geelong game, Patrick Dangerfield and his report for the bump. We do have a verdict in. It, it has come through just before the podcast has gone live, and he has been found guilty by the tribunal, and he is um, going to be getting the next three weeks' leave. So he will not be playing for the next three games, uh, which I'm sort of happy about because we're the third game. Melbourne we'll played Geelong in round five. Yeah. round four. So we're quite happy that he's not playing against us. So it's just it's just another one of those games that we're expected to win, expected to win, and now we'll probably lose it by about ten goals.
1: Yeah. Um. So that's a great segue into our next point. Then, Peps, if we go yeah. around the if we go around the grounds with our news. Yep. yep. The next natural question is: Is the bump dead? Is 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 this has that result or this result coming out of the out of the tribunal resulted in the bump? No longer being an option for a player who is attacking the path the ball.
0: Ah, uh, no. I still think you can still have the bump. Okay. And it's a choice. It is a choice. Is the bump dead? No, the bump is not dead. And I know number of the listeners out there now, and the people listening to this on on the podcast on Spotify or Apple uh, uh, Apple uh, Podcast, etc. They're probably going to say, no, the bump is not dead. You can still bump. Okay. You just got to make sure that you just. Do it in such a way that you miss the head.
1: Is it worth it though? Because the because it comes back to one hundred percent on the player choosing to bump. Yep. is going to take that risk on. So are coaches going to be instructing players from now on to do anything other than bump? Are they going to be saying tackle? Are they going to saying maybe try just uh, swat the ball out? What I mean is this: is this going to be? Is it, are we going to see the natural death of the bump being dead? The, the natural death of the bump because. Yep. The penalty is too high if it goes wrong.
0: No, I, um, I, I don't think so at all. I think that th- there's going to be times where you have to bump. There's no two ways about it. There's Why do you have to be... bump? Why? Because the reaction time to get your arms around somebody is going to be, um, it's not going to be quick enough. And there's going to be times where your body is not in the position to tackle. You have to brace yourself. The thing that Danger did differently is that if you actually have a look at that, he actually launched himself at him yeah mm. he he didn't stand if I know he goes off well, if you played to thirty frames a second and all that jazz yeah, I get all of that, but what it was is he actually launched himself at the player yeah that that's as soon as you sort of towards go off the ground now um, I think the what well, a lot of people are a little bit peeved about was what Zach Williams did a week earlier mm-hmm. where he only got a, a week for that because he wasn't concussed. So it's once again the AFL going along the lines of the outcome and the injury rather than the action itself. Yeah. So you can't tell me what Joe Danaher got when he just got a fine for throwing his elbow back. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have been constituted as a strike. Like that, that's not in play. You don't, you don't train to throw elbows. You train to bump, you train to tackle, you train to kick, you train to mark, all that sort of – he knew what he was doing. So yes. for him to only get a fine, how, how do you expect to say the head sacrosanct when stuff like that happens?
1: I think that's probably scratching out a bigger issue around striking and hits and stuff like that. Yep. Um, because I, I, do- I, I, I do agree. I do agree. I mean, it's funny how we are happy to give players a fine for punching someone in the guts or wherever it is. Yep. But we're happy to take three weeks off someone's season
0: for an accidental bump. In this case. It wasn't I, accidental, Jamie. Come on, mate. It wasn't accidental.
1: Well, I, but I don't the think he tended No, no. The guy, no, no, no. It heads. doesn't matter.
0: He, he went to bump. There was no two ways about it. The guy was running at him with the ball in his hands. Kelly had the ball for, I'd say, at least 10 meters before yeah. he got to danger. So it wasn't just that he picked it up and hit him. He saw him running at him and he decided to bump. It's as simple as that. All right? Peps. I'm he not, could have tackled. I'm not, no, I'm getting fired up because- I'm not,
1: fighting, I'm not fighting with you You're not be fighting
0: with me because-, because No, I'm with wrong. you. I'm with you. I will, I'm you saying, sh- I will bump you and I will shatter you.
1: But I'm saying that the people out there- the Days of your gone.
0: bodybuilding rig are gone.
1: <laughs> the days- the, Well, the days of the bump. Everyone goes, bump, bump, bump. That's, that's a thing. But if you clash heads, but is that's it an the accident? That
0: you, that, but that's the risk that you run. Okay. If you no kick worries. a ball towards the boundary and it rolls out of bounds, that's the risk that you run. If you rush a ball through the goals, that's mm-hmm. the risk. That everything has risk and reward. If you risk it for the biscuit, you're either going to bite it or go hungry.
1: But, um, that's what I'm saying is it's he didn't intend to knock him out and have a head clash. It was an but accident did he intend, as did opposed he to turning and punching someone in the gut. To, oh no no no! Don't get me wrong. One, one is someone, a result. One is a result. One is a result of of what's happened. And it's a collision sport. That's what it is. And one is an intention to actually punch someone in the gut. Yeah, I guess his, that's intention, where, that's was where hurt. his intention was to his intention was to bump. I agree, but I'm just saying the people out there saying that oh it was an accident. He didn't well, mean to wrong. bump heads. Oh,
0: well, I know it doesn't mean to bump heads, but that's you know what I, I didn't mean to run into the other guy's car, but I did, and the other person got injured. That wasn't my intent, but it happened. Happens okay. throughout life, mate. Things happen. You know, I, I didn't mean to put that thousand dollars on the roulette table, but it did, and I lost it. Now I've got to go home and tell my wife. Like these sort of Good. things happen all the time. But that 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 doesn't happen with me. But
1: you so know what Peps, I'm about. There's consequences coach, to your actions. Will coaches will coaches instruct their players no longer to bump?
0: Oh, I don't think that they can tell them not to, because okay. there are, if he hasn't got the ball, you can't tackle them. So you have to bump them. And even, when they, and even when they do bump them, they call that a tackle and then they give a free kick and the guy kicks a goal and wins the game like we saw in GWS. Yeah. 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 I'm, I,
1: yeah. Think, I think we're going to start I'm, – I'm believing the point, I reckon, that we're going to see the bump phase out of this game. Yeah. I just think that, I think that maybe not now, maybe not in the next couple of years, but I definitely think through the maybe under 12s upwards, they're going to st- start coaching to no longer bump.
0: Yeah, you know, see so one of one of our one of our loyal viewers, uh, Joel Michael, says he he disagreed with the impact was severe. He, he's ended up with a concussion and a broken nose. What what, what more do you want? Do you want you want you want brain? You want spinal fluid running out of his nose? Like it's it it, it you're bumped, mate. Like I'm it's Round
1: yeah. two, you already get stuck in the See, into I, our I, see what, I see
0: what danger did worse than what a gaff did to Brayshaw. Because if you have a look at the gaff one, he actually went to he went to punch him in the elbow, a punch him in the shoulder, and it went up and hit him in the face. That's what happened on that one. This was a bump. So I I can't I can't split the two. But once again, you throw a punch and you hit him. That's the issue. I actually think why Danger wanted three weeks, and Joel, funny enough, has actually come up with the reason why. And it was simply this, because he knew he was playing against Cozzy Pickett in a few weeks' time. And he wanted a third week to be added just so he wouldn't have to put up with him. I think that is the smartest thing, Joel, that you've said all night so far. So keep the messages coming through because I reckon you're right on the money about that one.
1: All right. Look, the next question comes naturally from this as well is the bump maybe not being dead, but what about the high flying marks of the knees are in the back of the head and someone's concussed? Dan, that, Hust- Dan Houston, nah, for that's, example,
0: nah, that's we're talking, gang, we're
1: right. talking about, you've you just mentioned the point, someone was concussed. So why is that not treated the same way? Oh
0: come on, Jamie! What are we going to turn this into touch football? Are we? Don't don't try and I'm poke just, the bear, mate. You know that's a stupid question, and you know the answer's ridiculous. Why
1: are you getting angry about it for? I don't because I don't it's don't part understand. of the game.
0: It's 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 part so of the one game. Was
1: one was an accident, and one's part of the game. Aren't they both part of the All game? Right, what was an accident? The was, danger, the danger field.
0: Are you freaking? Can we move on to another topic? Because if you <laughs> keep saying that that was an accident, he deliberately went to bump him.
1: He didn't bump his head, though. He didn't want to bump his head. He went to bump his body, his shoulder.
0: Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you go and take a mark, if you go and take a hanger and you knock the guy on the back of the head, well, so be it. That's part of the game.
1: We might have to agree to disagree, Pat. We are going to
0: agree to disagree, and you're wrong. That's as simple <laughs> as it gets, okay? All right. And everybody knows. And, yes, Dangerfield apparently hired Johnny Cochran as his lawyer. Oh, Peps. Good luck. Oh, that's Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, I tell you what, we have the best. We have the best listeners here as well, too. We do. We do. All right. All right. So that's the first thing that we we're talking about is danger. All right. So I mm-hmm. think that that's. I think we're going to agree to disagree that that's one of the things as well, too. All right. One of the things that we brought up last week um, was the injury sub. Now, this was something that I I said no to. I think last week. I think you were in a similar type of boat. I think now we've seen after one round that it was rushed through. It's a stupid rule. They've completely stuffed it up and they've painted themselves into a corner because it's something like five of the injury subs that we had last week are trying to play again this week. (laughs) Yeah. There's got to be a hard and fast rule. Like you either have it for one or you don't have it at all. So we know if it's a concussion, they can't play for 12 days. Mm-hmm. I reckon if you get injuries subbed, it's twelve days. Right.
1: I don't mind that because I think I've never seen so many players limping off the ground because they got a soft tissue injury. You shouldn't. You should no soft tissue it, twelve days. And, and it always was somewhere between the second and the third quarter, somewhere in that sort of area. All of mm-hmm. them. It's amazing.
0: And if you have a look in the cent, uh sorry the the the, the fro the Thursday night game. When the two injury subs came on, especially Ross for Richmond, he was running he was running twice the speed of everybody else. Yeah. And so the fresh legs made a massive difference. Massive yeah. difference. And so it's not, it's not meant to be that way. I understand why they brought it in for the concussion. I get that. Yeah. You've got four on the bench. If you lose one, like stiff bickies. That's yeah. part of the game. That's yeah. – we say it is a, a war of attrition. It is the you know. There's nothing better than when you've got two on the bench, they've got four, and you outplay them. Mm-hmm. You know, think about Connor Downey. A great, a great comment made here. Connor Downey debuted as an injury sub, doesn't go on at all. He gets paid for it and gets credited a game. Like how many stupid aspects of this do not make sense? Yeah, he's credited at a game, doesn't step on. He gets paid. If he never plays a game, he could be the only player to ever be played a game and never actually get onto the field, yet get paid for it and be accredited for it. There's been plenty of games where I actually stood on the field and didn't get a possession at all. Happened (laughs) many times, trust me. When you're playing 377 for the single greatest local football club ever, which is East or mind you, Heath Shaw's playing for us. Um, There's going to be one or two games where you don't get a kick. But I still get that game accredited to me because I was on the field. I think you have to make it on the field. And you're right. Debutants shouldn't have to sit through that crap either. No. A debutant shouldn't have to be on – nah. Your first and you've game – and,
1: and you got your friends from school, your family oh. are there. Everyone's there to travel to see you. And as I said, a perfect example, poor old Connor here didn't get a shot. So he's got one game against his name. He's made his debut already. His whole family's there sitting there waiting for him to take the he's, field at some stage.
0: Yep. Did no, so you see how embarrassing it. it was for him to sing the song in the middle of the group? Yeah. And come on in, he's like, I didn't do anything. So like, come uh, yeah. on, we'll throw the gator on you, but I didn't do anything. So when he, when he gets his first win on the field, what, they put him in again and throw yep. more Gatorade over him? Yeah. Gatorade. Um, I don't like it. I just think that. And here's the thing. This is the thing that annoys me as well. The AFL will go, look, we can't actually change it at the moment. We have to wait until the end of the season because we don't want it to affect any games. Well, you brought a bloody rule in one day before the first game. You can change it when you want there, Mr. Hocking. Anytime you want. So don't say you have to look into it. Just say it's concussion and that's it. That that's what yep. it's for. It's a concussion sub, and that's it. Or you just get rid of it and have you know if somebody gets knocked out too bad, too sad. Because yeah. I heard on the radio again. I imagine if it was the first, you know, if it was in the grand final and um, one goes off for concussion, one gets injured, you one player short. Hey, you know what? Stiff, stiff. Like mm-hmm. football's not meant to be. Well, we have the same amount of players on both sides at all times. See,
1: I'm not, I'm not nah, for, well. I'm not for the concussion either, though, because that's the grand final is the perfect excuse to where you could use it and have no consequences coming back at you, because you're not playing the week after, oh. you're not playing the week after that.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, you've actually got a really good point there. I, I think you've got a really good point, which is really not that often for you, but you know, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. Um, no, I don't agree with it. And I think the 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 consensus out there is, is I think they have rushed it through a little bit too quick and um, they really need to find that, that balance between what works and what doesn't. So, I yep. don't know how they're going to do it. AFL, you've painted yourselves into a corner. Good luck. You're probably going to need maybe Van Gogh or um, Da Vinci to, to, to paint you out of it as well too. Maybe they could get those, you know those people that restore the paintings? Yep. Maybe they could get s- one of the Scratch away? Yeah, scratch away and maybe find some sort of – Bit of um, sensibility within it. All right.
1: Either either go twenty fourteen or just scrap it.
0: I just scrap it, man. Scrap it. Hey, you know who? You know the interesting thing about this as well. Too, we're talking about scrapping things. Can you believe after one round there are clubs who are saying our season is in crisis already? (laughs) Like what? what So once again, if we go back to it. They say Carlton's season was in tatters. I'm by you. Here's another sub question that I haven't got planned, but I'm going to throw this one at you a moment. Carlton always play in Richmond. You're always going to go one and zero. Simple. Okay. Um, Collingwood. Well, they um, they got absolutely smashed by the Bulldogs, like slow. That's what happens when you get three of your fastest players and, and trade them off to another club to keep a Ruckman that is overrated and has done nothing. And yet, the good thing is you've got him for another seven years on a million dollars each. <laughs> I remember Trelaw? Apparently, the senior players didn't like you. Um, and Geelong, well, you knew that you hired dads, army. There were nine players for Geelong on the weekend over the age of thirty. Mm-hmm. Like East Killers twos. Like we had an average age of about twenty nine. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> we didn't have that many over thirty. You'd be no, we, stupid. That is ridiculous. We saw the result. And you saw the result. So. They've, they've, I think they've, they've got a reason to be in crisis out of the two of them. I think Carlton's the one that doesn't need to be in crisis. I think the other two definitely need to be in crisis because one's slow and slow and the other one is, is paid big money to a guy that is a shell of himself from a couple of years ago Yeah, who is whos who's got, got beaten up by Steph Martin and Tim English just ran him all around the ground. And Tim English. And he got in for another seven years. What 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 were you thinking? It was
1: weird to see Tim English. All the all the attributes you talk about, you know, um, um, um what's his name? God, uh, I have gone completely blank. What's the Collingwood Rockman again? Brody Grundy. Sorry, bro, I, I was thinking Brady. I don't know what man I was man Brands, man
0: Buns Grundy. Yeah, man and Buns. So yep. well, now
1: now it's cornrose. So oh,
0: Rose. Yep. Yep. So Whoopie. calling we- Whoopi Grundy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Apparently, you know. He is amazing around the ground and makes makes you know um, possession all over the ground. Well, no, Tim English actually ran him all over the ground. His great body work. Well, no, Tim English actually bodied him out everywhere he went. I've
0: seen have Seen better body work in a morgue.
1: Um, marking ability overhead. No, Tim English actually smashed, smashed him overhead.
0: Him. His ruck work. Stephen Martin took him to the cleaners.
1: <laughs> it was it was a shocker. It was he had an absolute mare for the first game of the season.
0: Yeah, and I hope he has a mayor for the rest of the year and then re- and Collingwood realise that you've made a mistake because you've sacrificed four players off your list for this bloke.
1: Just a quick and, check though, was there a reference to Pendles and his basketball
0: background in the game? Uh, look, probably when they maybe – well, he's their best player. Um, so if anyone listens out there, let me know if there was a reference to Pendles and his basketball background. Um, it, it's, it's the Bruce McAvaney special of AFL comments. Like It's, it's going to be there. It's 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 also going to be it's also going to it's also going to be something like you know uh, Christian Petrarca knows Ben Simmons like that one comes up every week. Oh yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yep. You know everybody's got one. Matt Rowell, you know number one draft pick, an absolute gun, a um, mature body for a, such a young guy. Oh, by the way, can I just quickly say, I don't think there was anything more upsetting from a purist's perspective to see Matt Rowell go down again. Yeah. Like I I just hope he's not going to be one of these footballers who has the world at his feet but will never be able to bend down and reach it because his body is just falling apart. Yeah. like yep. It's, it's such a shame to see what we saw last year. And also not just for him but for Gold Coast because they are moving – they played an absolute ripper of a game against West Coast over there and just yep. you know, fell away. Yeah, right towards the end of the game. Yeah. a yeah. it, 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 Young team over there in Perth. It's hard to beat. Oscar Allen taught them an absolute new one. Uh, a new one. So, but yeah, it was just sad to see him go down. And you know, if you watch what they're doing on the um, Making a Mark documentary on, on Amazon, you know, the Gold Coast, they've got a lot of young guys there. They're, they're all pushing the right way. Stewie Jew just suits them to a T. He's got a nice fatherly figure to them. The guys want to play for him. They want success. A lot of them are signed up to play there. They're not just moving along what they have. Yep. They're, they're actually in a better position than the GWS. And, and to see this guy go down who you know is potentially your future captain, that's that's tough to swallow. So, you know, our hearts go out to him.
1: PCL for him, unfortunately.
0: Not, yet, yeah, not Well, it's better than ACL. So I don't oh, have any weeks better. except for PCL. Um, if you give you some indication, if anyone can let us know what a PCL recovery takes, uh, that'd be great. But, um yeah. It's, it's a shame to sort of see. But so, you know, fingers crossed he gets back um, a lot quicker as well too. All right. Hey, um, something else that I want to quickly throw to you, and I haven't presented this one uh, in relation to um, a bit of news of the week, but Richmond Carlton, they've got to stop playing that as the opening game of the season now, can't they? Carlton haven't won that for a decade.
1: <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I know, but the games always seem to be, or well, more recently seem to be close until the I, no. fourth quarter.
0: Listen, if that, look, they were going to get rid, rid of Melbourne on, poor, on Queen's birthday because Melbourne weren't performing. Makes sense. They got rid of the uh, Western Bulldogs North Melbourne game on Good Friday because of low crowds, etc.
1: Mm.
0: Carlton haven't turned up for the first round of the season for the last 10 years, yet they, for some reason, still think that people want to watch it. They want a big crowd there, but people are actually interested in the game. That's what we want to see. Shouldn't you just play a replay of the grand final on the first game of the year? But wouldn't it
1: be great if Carlton did beat them? Like just they that.
0: Won't, they hope. will not beat them. They're not going to beat them for probably another two years. So it's just another two years of formality. Yeah. Make it round two for all I care. Yeah. It's just, it's a waste of time. You can't honestly tell me you knew, you thought that Carlton had any chance of winning that game on the weekend.
1: I thought up to a point they had a what chance. What point was that?
0: When the when the first siren rang and they walked onto the field?
1: No, the games have the last three three years. The games have been close until about the three quarter halfway mark.
0: Bullshit! They were over halfway through the third quarter. Jamie, don't try to <laughs> sugarcoat this, mind you. Carlton, are, Carlton were a lot better this year. I will say that, but they had no chance of beating them. Richmond. are just too slick. Sam yep. Walsh. I will say though. <laughs> He he's he's nice. And when I just did the Carlton. Um, I did the Carlton one the other week, uh, the other day with Terry from Blue Abroad. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that preseason preview uh, or season preview, it's an absolute ripper. Up on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, or all your favourite podcast stores. And he said that he would. He said that um, he would take Walsh over Cripps any day of the week. Do you reckon okay. that by the end of the year he will be Carlton's best player? And after what he did on the weekend, he's probably not wrong. Yeah. Outside um, of Oscar McDonald, then you power forward. <laughs> <laughs> Us Melbourne supporters, are sp- how did we get that one wrong? We kept the wrong one.
1: Oh, dear. That was, that was actually pretty funny.
0: That was pretty funny. All righty. Um, so, uh, once again, we've got to spin the magnets. We haven't spun the magnets yet. So, mm-hmm. Jamie, have you got your, um, your three votes for the, uh, for the first round. But before we start, let's bring back an old favourite of ours. Three votes. Right. Who have you got?
1: Well, are we going to go one or are we going to go three at
0: the top? Just go Just go one, two, three.
1: All right. No, I haven't thought about it actually, to be honest with you. Just go with sheet. It. It's right. not that
0: hard. not that hard, mate. Like, if you think right. about it.
1: Number one, for me, number one, we're seeing um, Port Adelaide have a win. I'm going to yep. be biased okay. there.
0: Yeah, it's a low-hanging fruit, that one. Jeez, you yep. put a lot of thought to that one. Well, I told you, I have
1: nothing planned for this. Number two, for me, the emergence of the Swannies. Ooh, Go, boys. They got some guns. Yeah. I really like that. I really like the fact that they managed to score over 100 points. Like, you never say the Swans score over 100. You haven't said that for the last nine. years. They had
0: 30 shots at goal. They kicked nineteen eleven.
1: That was the last
0: time they kicked over a hundred points. Was nineteen eleven?
1: <laughs> so that was amazing to see that um, number three for me. I know it's going to be coming from a Port Adelaide supporter, which is very, very controversial. But it was great to see Tex Walker. Oh, oh it was. It, he is, and I know that we spoke about it, he should just give it away last year. He, everyone was saying he should have gave it away, but he just. Couldn't miss on the weekend.
0: Do you know what I loved about his, some of his goals? There were a couple of them outside 50, and they were just the old Tex layback on the left. And as soon as the ladies left his foot, he was jogging back to the goal square, as if to say, fellas. Yeah. Set, up for, set up the 6 6 666, because this is – it was just sensational. By the way, Craig, Craig – <laughs> Craig has just gone, hand back your membership because of you being a Port Adelaide supporter. Look, you, listen, Craig. Look, I know that you are a very passionate Port Adelaide member and supporter, and you are part of the Portress. You've just got to give credit where credit's due. He played a sensational game, so don't don't say things like that. Like you know, we embrace everybody. We embrace eighteen clubs, not just one. Okay, um, so here is my here is my. Uh, all right. So the first one was. Um, Hawthorne beating Essendon. I, loved mm. it. I was, I was rapt to see Essendon um, up at 40 points at, at, at halftime and the amount of Hawthorne supporters. One of my mates, uh, good old Heath Buxton, basically threw out and said, uh, so is there going to be a 19th position? And I didn't understand what he was talking about until I checked the score. And then by the end of it, oh, we knew this was coming. How good are we? Yada, yada. And then on the flip side, Essendon supporters saying how good their team was at halftime. Sack Rutten, get rid of him. Why was he coaching from the bench? We're poo, we're nothing. So it was just brilliant to see another good old fashioned comeback by these two teams.
1: To put the up there, second... did you see? To pull you up there, Sorry? did you see? Did you see the uh, the post on Facebook from one of the Essence supporters selling his like five Essendon jumpers for fifty bucks, and all he wants has returned is return is just thirty years of his life back.
0: <laughs> oh, geez, how, many, how many how many Melbourne jumpers do you reckon I can sell for that amount of money? Um. The second thing was to see uh, Tommy McDonald played on the weekend. Now, he had an absolute stink up in 2019 and 2020. He has come back lean and mean, and he was clunking marks like he was back in 2018. His kicking was back. He's dropped about probably seven kilos, they reckon. He looks fit. He he looks back to what he was when he kicked 50-plus in that season. So if he can do that with Brown and Wiedemann not in the team at the moment, it's gonna make a massive difference for Melbourne's first six rounds because he was he was sensational. He he adds a target down there and he just his hands were so clean, which we haven't seen. And it looks like for a while he was running, he was um had the turning circle of a Mac truck. Yeah, so he was good. Joel, mate, can we just focus on don't worry about 15, 16, and 7? And he was a backman in those stages. We moved him forward because he couldn't kick. Now we've put him up forward. So fingers crossed on that. Um, and I have to sort of agree with you. I think the, the two upsets, the, the, the two big upsets with Adelaide over Geelong, which, which no one saw coming. And if you, if you did see it, you're lying. And Sydney beating Brisbane up there, uh, were just it just goes to show that regardless of what you see in a pre-season and what you think clubs have done, pre-season games mean absolutely nothing. It's the first round where football's back. It's just... You know, you see that sort of stuff. And football's back; like it was really back. I was, I got to go to a game on the weekend. It's the first time I've been to the the MCG in over five hundred days. Yeah, there was only twenty one thousand of us, which I'll get into one of my bugbears, and that's going to come into my my um, my barassi moment. But yeah. it was just good to be there. It was great to, to screen, be part of it. You know, it, it was just it was atmosphere, which you just don't get sitting in in front of a TV screen. So yeah, it was it was like you said earlier. It was just a really Awesome round one of football. Okay, so J Dog, who gets dragged from your perspective?
1: Healy off, Ellen Rathon.
0: bloody wingers, piss.
1: Spoken about before. I'm going to say Brody Grundy deserves to get dragged.
0: He was a spud. Spudded it up big time. He spudded it up big time. Do you want me to tell you who mine is? Sure. Mine's uh, a ticket tech. So if anybody tried to get a ticket for the game on the weekend, they wonder why crowds were down and why the the Melbourne crowd was down. Because no one's a go? No. The fact that you could not just walk up and show your ticket and walk in, you had to go online and book a ticket and sign up and download it to your phone. My dad had no idea what he was doing. COVID pips. No, that's – Jamie, come on. There's no one in Victoria that has COVID
1: COVID so safe. give me
0: that experience. You've got to be COVID aware. Uh, COVID schmovid. right? Until it breaks out again. Just forget ah. it. Ah. Uh, the MCG's broken up into five zones. My daughter's got a knee. She's on crutches. We got her a ticket in the wrong area. Thank goodness that she didn't come because she wouldn't have been able to sit with us. Even though there were 20 people each side of where we were sitting where there was no one whatsoever. So that's why people didn't turn up to the game because they couldn't just walk up and buy it. If you wanted to buy a ticket on the day, you couldn't even do that.
1: Sounds so, like that they're, they're protecting the crowd from the peppers.
0: Oh,
1: it's stuffed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Just, it's just a, you wonder why the, yeah, it, it's difficult. It's because you just can't go in and walk up. You know, Fremantle people couldn't even get across to the game. That's why your crowds are low is because you are probably locked out five to 10,000. Mind you, it was still good only to see 24,000 turn up for the Hawthorne game <laughs> in Essendon. <laughs>
1: Um I that's do, what you get I,
0: for playing in a shed
1: kind of a side rant go for it QR code scanning for COVID stuff that's just fucked like I hate it and I love technology but I hate it. just give me a paper and sign me in don't, don't make me QR code scan go to a website fill my details in again some, some other places even have their own QR developed apps so you got to go in and download them first before <sighs> you can fill them in just
0: far out wow. just,
1: just a bit of paper
0: And you just want to go, like you just want to go in. And I had to, you know, to buy a drink. You had to COVID sign in. Like goodness gracious me! Like it's just got out of control. It's 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 stupid. It's
1: absolutely wasn't Rousey. Was Rousey just keeping a check on your beer
0: consumption for the day? No, because Rousey doesn't go to the football. But uh, you know, look at this. Like one of the guys had to, um, he had to book in the next three weeks of tickets. He Had to download and book a seat for the next three weeks. Like, it's a joke. Just walk in. Nobody's got COVID in Melbourne. Don't care about the other states. We haven't got it. Let us in. Let us be free. We're peacocks. (laughs) Peacocks, let us fly. Yeah. And, Jamie, don't they know that you're Jaden Stevenson's dad? By the way, we had a massive, a massive – if anyone hasn't seen on our Facebook page – (laughs) <laughs> Jamie Stephen, Jamie Wallace, and Jamie um, and the other Stevenson dude from Jaden uh, Stevenson. Son, yeah. son. It's his son. Just have a look at the side by side or above and uh, the tops and tails. If we're wrong, let us know. But the feedback has been one hundred percent across the country that you are Jaden Stevenson's long lost father.
1: All right? and the lack of the lips. We've got no lips. we have both got no lips.
0: And lack of hairline too. Hey, here is the other thing too. Um, What also came up was, um, yeah, Buzz, we'll have a Tats ticket on this game, Pep. Um, a dollar per point. No, a line per point. I don't know that. I could be up for like 48 lines. Uh, yeah, we'll have a Tats ticket on this one, Buzz. All right. Melbourne versus the Saints. I'm on that one big time. Um, alrighty. Just have a quick, just a quick, Quick whip around the games. Um I want you to give your one word analysis on, on, on the games that were played on the weekend. Richmond Carlton. Same. Uh Melbourne Fremantle. Crowds. It's more I'd say Darren. Uh, Essendon Hawthorne. <laughs> uh, uh, beautiful. Choke. Uh North Melbourne, Port Adelaide. Glory. Oh sorry, Orazio. Um,
1: Fantasia uh,
0: Expected uh, West Coast Gold Coast Unexpected I'd, I'd agree with that one I, I didn't I thought that'd be a lot bigger than what it was Collingwood and the Bulldogs oh, Satisfi- Satisfying Yeah it was satisfying yeah. You're right It was pretty good <laughs> Adelaide Geelong Is
1: Dad's Army a hyphen?
0: Uh, For you, we'll we'll call it Dad's Army. I'll say um, sensational. It was just sensational to see. Uh, Brisbane, Sydney? Um, Scores. Wow. Just wow. And last but not least, GWS and St Kilda. This is a hyphen as well. Not feeling it. There's no hyphen in that one. Um, goal kicking. <laughs> can, we, can we put a hyphen? Goal kicking. Oh, yeah. Well, if if um, Harry Himmel kicks that last goal, it puts him up by 18 points. I think it was. Right. Goes straight back up the other end, turns to six. Well, that cracking shot on the boundary. Buzz, tell us who it was. And they go ahead. So there was almost another choke. It's going to be interesting to see how St Kilda pull up after that game in the wet as well, too, yep. on the hard deck. Maybe they've uh, robbed Peter to pay Paul that week. It's- Great win! How is it going to affect them against an all rampaging Melbourne this week as well? Hey, right. it's not just a men's game, by the way. We're starting to get into the uh, the big stuff in the W A also the AFLW. Just checking out the ladder as you can see now, and I'll just get rid of the uh, around the grounds there. It looks like the top six is settled Brisbane, Collingwood, Adelaide, Fremantle, Melbourne, and the kangaroos it's just a matter now I think with um I think with one round to go whether the uh top five if they if they're settled so I think um Any of uh, Adelaide, Fremantle, and Melbourne can go up to top two. Brisbane, Collingwood, just looking from a percentage perspective, uh, that's not going to happen. The only one who could probably go is Adelaide. But um, when was the last time you saw a percentage of 218 in uh, an an AFL game? Yeah. Yep. Exactly right. So uh, they're the six clubs that are probably going to play finals. Carlton are going to miss it out. Uh, Brisbane play Melbourne this week. Collingwood take on the Crows. That's going to be a Bumper for potentially second spot on the ladder. Frio play North. I think the top six play each other. Yeah. Uh, kangaroos play Frio. Yeah, they do. Jamie Wallace. Stop, drop, and roll, my friend. So, yeah, that could, could shape the positioning, Yeah. Puff it, smoking, <laughs> smoking. Smokin'. Alrighty. Um, so, viewers' questions. Any of you? What were the viewers' questions that came in after the week last week? Because you did put no, some no, we, questions had, up. we had,
1: we uh, had a question. We had a question of the week last week. Yep. We put that. It's a bit of a new thing. We tried, and we thought, let's just go with it. And we've got one for this week as well.
0: How did it go last week? What were the questions that people wanted to ask? Okay,
1: so to remind people, the listener question was, what are you looking forward to in the 2021 AFL season and why? So let's start with Donna. Yep. Donna said, a complete season with no cancellation, no COVID, just being able to go to the G and watch my boys and finally unfurling our 2019-2020 flags. Go go Tigers. Oh, and one more flag in 2021 and I'll be satisfied.
0: Yeah, don't be too greedy. Wow, that was, um, a, that was a
1: feedback for Donna. So it's good to see we've got some direct yep. uh, 360 and, feedback. You know, last
0: year, you know, last year when I was wearing the Richmond jumper and beanie after grand final last week, mm-hmm. that was uh, Donna's stuff. So she is an absolute superstar and her husband is an absolute legend and their daughter is uh, one of my daughter's, Best mates uh, at karate as well too. So they're a cracking family. Very good. What else do we uh- have?
1: One of our regulars, Joel Michael, looking forward to when the Ds install Choco as coach and Ize as deputy and bounce back to make finals in the same year.
0: Oh, well, it's going to be a bit difficult now that if they beat the the Saints this week, it's going to be very difficult, but it's going to make it harder. The more that we win, uh, Goody's just going to be there a little bit longer. We're all not convinced just yet. We'll just let this one fold out. It could be a talking point moving forward.
1: And finally, we'll pick out. Craig Gambetta has said, "Nice and sweet." I think a lot of people can agree with this one here. Hopefully, as little of a
0: BT as possible. Oh God, he's annoying, isn't he? He's really is yeah. annoying. Like I thought he was good on radio. He just goes too far. The thing that I like about radio commentary on something like the ABC or whatever, they let the gla- they let the game breathe. So when there's a stoppage, they don't actually say anything just to fill the space. Yet on the footy, they feel that they need to just shut up. We don't care. We don't care about your and every other name (laughs) that you can roll out. We don't care, BT. Well, we just care about the footy. Just call the game as it is.
1: This week, we've got a new question we're putting up on Facebook uh, page post this podcast. And it is name your favorite player of all time and
0: why. Oh, jeez. i tell you what. Can I go with mine now? Mine's pretty obvious. No,
1: no, Mm. no, you can't, Peps. We let our guests go first and then we talk about it. So, Peps, for you, what was your 2021? What did you look forward to most in 2021? What are you looking forward to?
0: Um, Look, I'm – look, honestly – I'm looking forward to seeing Melbourne hopefully play finals. That's being very jealous. Um, I, I'm just looking forward to a couple of those young studs that have that they've, they've been in the system for either their first or second year to make it, an impact. But I'm also looking forward to seeing someone like Buddy Franklin potentially playing. I know he's there for next year, but I, I want to see him get back on the park because he draws people through. So it's those sort of things that I, I really like to see, you know, someone like Nathan Jones for the Ds. He's he's got five games to go till he plays his 300 or it's eight it's eight or five or one of the I just hope he gets across the plate and then we can send him off into the sunset. So those sort of things I don't like to see the,
1: so You want you want to gift you want to gift him.
0: Uh no, I don't think we can be in the position to gift, but I would like to see him get to 300 because he'd be only the second player behind David needs to be able to do. Yeah. So and you know what one of my other big expectations was just to be able to go to the footy and I've been able to do that. And you realize, you know, if you went to a game on the weekend, let us know either on the Facebook page or in your, in the, um, your iTunes review. Yep.
1: Um, there's nothing me, better than being there live. For yep. me, I'm looking forward to Morrison in 2021. Um, Heading back to Adelaide and watching a Port Adelaide game live. I really missed it last year. you have year. to go
0: and visit your parole officer, Jamie, or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to getting across there. The the, the um, Portress podcast guys have said they're going to host me, so that will be a messy night, hopefully. Um, oh,
0: jeez. Could you see Jamie getting crazy with the Portress guys? Oh, mate, they'd be going off. I'm
1: gonna, I, I might have. I actually to reckon it, it would. I
0: actually reckon it would go off, and we want to see video of that. I
1: might try and get myself in the hat, in, into the infamous hat.
0: Oh, if you get into the hat, I'll in tell you fedora. what. If you get into the fedora, you 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 could be a chance over there in Adelaide. I don't buy one just so I fit in. <laughs> You'd be like the Port Adelaide uh, Indiana Jones. I don't think Craig will have me. Actually, if I do that, no, I don't think. No no, 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 Don't don't steal his thunder. It'd be like the Blues <laughs> Brothers. It'd be like but a scout, like scout troop. Look-
1: I'm looking forward to taking um, Huxley over to a game um, yeah. to watch. There now he's a bit older, he can understand what's happening a little bit more. And um, yeah, back across, across Adelaide just because I really like seeing seeing what's going on over there.
0: Oh, have a look at this! Great, what a call! The first person to actually look forward to going over to Adelaide. They <laughs> <laughs> often say the best thing to come Adelaide, the best thing to come out of, uh, come out of the Adelaide is the Sturt Highway. That's normally what they say. Uh, but you're actually wanting to get in. Can't can't stop me. Oh, we're not going to leave you. <sighs> Alrighty. So, um, look, that's, that I believe is the episode, but we have one last announcement over the last week or so. We'd been running a competition in conjunction with Sharon to win a Sharon football and AFL Sharon. game ball. And thank you very much to Sharon because uh, we reached out to them and they were said, yep, we're happy to have you along. So, we had a pretty good response to it as well, too, and I'm happy to announce that the winner Hang on, of drum the AFL uh, AFL Sharon Football for 2021 okay, is yet drum roll. Yep. Yet? Are you doing it or me? Oh, I can do it. Ready? Yeah, you do it. Is James Cox from W.A. Well done, James. So you'll be getting a brand new AFL game ball sent from Sharon to you in the next week. So for everybody that entered, thank you very much. There was it was it was overwhelming how awesome the response was. So we're hoping to roll out a few more of those. So stay tuned, stick on the Facebook page, listen to the podcast for when that's going to roll out too. So were, uh, Sharon happy with us? It was, it was they were really happy with us. Yeah, they were fantastic. So um I think it was a win-win. They had um, I think they had 90 odd likes um on their on their Facebook page on their on their Instagram page from us. So, you know, free traffic for them and yeah, so awesome stuff too. I think it might even be a bit, a bit more still trickling in through too. So look, that's the episode for tonight. Another cracking episode, another cracking week of football coming up. Just remember, listen to the sister show tipped out. It's how you want your tips. We'll be coming live to you shortened uh, in the next day or so, hopefully before the next round of football. So um, to everybody that's been on with us live on the Facebook page with us tonight, thank you very much for your interaction for everybody listening on the podcast, for everybody listening on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get to listen to us. Thank you very much. Most importantly, the co-host with the most. The main reason why I turn up every week is this guy, the Jamie, the J-Dog Wallace. Once again, my friend, I've got to ask you the question of all. Jamie Wallace, how do you want your footy? Lace out, peps. Jamie, I want you lace out. Listeners, I want you lace out. Have a great week. Hope your team wins. And more importantly, Good luck because football's a winner by having you listening to us every week. See you, listeners. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ace out.